The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for the Hatzlacha of Yosef ben Sarah and his family, donated by Anonymous. May Hashem. Bless Yosef ben Sarah and his family with Osher v'chavod, Hatzlacha u'briut, v'chol milin demetav. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilu neshmat hacham Abraham za'afrani ben Latifa. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilu neshmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Sadiddal and Amudrishon, and we are starting from the top line. We're actually in the middle of a question. The Gemara's question was regarding an Ed Ehad. How do we know, or what's the deen of an Edehad that testifies uh, to matir a lady to the shuk? For example, it can be one of two cases that she gave us. For one, an Edehad comes along and says that the Yavam died. And therefore, in the case that the Yavam died, so therefore, she does not have to make boom. she can go marry uh, to the shuk. So the question is, is Edehad Ne'eman in that case? Or another case would be when Edehad came along and said, your husband died first, and then your son died. In that case, over there, she doesn't fall to Yibum, and therefore she's the shuk. So is the look, is an Edehad Ne'eman to matir a lady to the shuk? So the Bible says, actually, a Mishnah, Amrula, in the case where the witness, let's say, told the lady, met ba'alech, they told her that her husband died first and then her son died, which means basically they told her she's not subject to Yibum. No Yibum. So she went, she got married to the Shuk. They told her the opposite, you really were subject to the Mizvah of Yibum. So we said, what? So we said, she has to leave that fellow. And the children that she has are going to be considered mamzerim. This is going according to Shittah Rabbi Akiva, like we learned. Because Rabbi Akiva said that there's mamzerut from Hibel Lavin, and there's an Isur Lav to a lady that was supposed to make Yibum, that went to marry somebody from the Shuk. That's Isur Lav, and therefore the children are mamzerim. So the Gemara says, what's the case? If it's talking about, say, you had two witnesses that came along and said, that what? That met Ba'alik Ba'alik Benek, when two witnesses came along and told her that she's not subject to Yibum, and then two witnesses came along and contradicted and said she is subject to Yibum. So I guess, my Hazit is Samachtane, Samachtane. Why are you believing the second two witnesses more than the first two witnesses? It should be two witnesses against two witnesses, and therefore, status quo, let us stay married to this guy, and therefore, we shouldn't say Titsay and the children are going to be Mamzerim, and certainly, the all the Gemara says, Mamzer. Why do you call the child a mamzer? Sefek mamzer. If anything, the child is a sefek mamzer. Because you have two witnesses against two witnesses. So basically, the Gemara is asking two questions. 
If you're learning the case, it's talking about two witnesses against two witnesses, meaning two witnesses say, no Yibum. And then two witnesses come along and say, yeah Yibum. So number one, why are you going to believe the second witness is more than the first two witnesses? Therefore we should say, keep the status quo. She should be able to say, Married. And second of all, why are you saying that the child is more than Mamzer? If anything, it's a Safek Mamzer. So the Gemara says, lodak. Well, maybe you'll tell me when it comes to the Mamzer issue, <coughs> the Mishnah is not being precise. Meaning when it says Mamzer, it really means Safek Mamzer. Maybe that's what the Mishnah means. It says, no. Hamadikhtani Sefa, we have the Sefa of the Mishnah that said, Harishon Mamzer Vaharon Eno Mamzer, Shmarmina de Davka Ketani. What was the case of the Sefer of the Mishnah? The Sefer of the Mishnah was a case where, let's say, one witness said, Met um, Ba'alich. Okay? And then she went, she got married. And then all of a sudden, two witnesses came along and said, Listen, your husband was alive when you got married, but he died afterwards. And then we said, What? The first child was going to be in Mamzer, because it was out of, uh, was Eshetish, and the second child, after the guy died, is not in Mamzer. Now, when it says Eno Mamzer, when the, the last of them says Eno Mamzer, really according to the rabbis, that child is a Mamzer mit Rabbanan. Because really, after already we find out she went with this guy when she was married, she has to really go out. But the child of Mishnah's language is that the second child is what? Eno Mamzer. So you see what? The Mishnah is not using, to, when the Mishnah uses terminology Mamzer and Eno Mamzer, it means Mamzer, meaning Menat uh, Torah, or Eno Mamzer. It's not using the word Mamzer to mean Safek Mamzer. When it says the word Mamzer, it means a real Mamzer, then it says Eno Mamzer. Because if it was using the terminology of Safek Mamzer, calling it Mamzer, it would say that the second child is also a Mamzer, because she's also a Safek Mamzer, Midrabanan. So the point is, the Gabriel's question is, what's the case of the Mishnah? So the Gabriel says, El Alab Had. Oh, must be the case of the Mishnah, so where there was one witness, which means one witness came along and told the lady, you don't have to make your boom. Which means the husband died first and then the child. And based on that one witness, she went and got married, and then what? Two witnesses came along and said, you do have to make your boom. Oh, It's only because two witnesses came along and they contradicted the first witness. So that's why we say, and the children are going to be Mamzerim. But if the two witnesses didn't contradict, Mehman, she would be the, the one witness would be believed. So that answers our original question. Our original question was, is an Edehad Neheman to a Matir a Yebamal a Shuk? The Gabra's proof is? Yes, indeed it is. So the Gabra says, no, no proof. Le'olam tre utre uchde amara bachaber bin yome be'ade hazama hachaname be'ade hazama. I'll tell you really the case of the Mishnah, you cannot bring any proof. It's not a one-ed case. The case is about two witnesses came along and said, no Yibum, then two witnesses came along and said, yeah Yibum. I we asked the question, it's two against two. Two against two, why do you believe in the second more than the first? You should be able to stay married. So why are you telling me to say, why are you telling me the kids of Adai Mamzer? I'll tell you the case, it's a special case. The second two witnesses didn't just contradict the first two. They were mezim them. What is mezim? Hazama. They told the first two witnesses, Imanu yitim. They came and told them, you were with us on that day. Now when it comes to Edeh Hazama, we don't consider two against two. The Torah gave a ne'emanut to the second two more than the first two. That's why we say what? Tetzeh 
she has to actually leave, and therefore the Mishnah says also the children are going to be Mamzerim. The point is, you do not have a case of one Eid. Our whole question was what? One Eid, what's the deen? We thought we're learning the case was one ed, and the only reason why you don't believe because two witnesses followed. Master, if two witnesses didn't follow, she'd be able to marry Lashuk. The says that wasn't the case. The Mishnah was two against two. So we asked two against two, what are you relying on the uh, second ones more than the first ones? I'll tell you why you're relying on the second ones. Because the second ones made Hazama. They disqualified the first witness by saying, Therefore, the second witnesses have a bigger Ne'emanut. But the point is, you have no Ra'aya from our Mishnah. To one ed. We're all looking for one ed. We establish a case to edim against to edim. If we have no ayat to this situation, we have a proof. She is not believed. This is the lady is not believed to say that my Yavam died in order to allow her to marry to the Shuk. She wants to come along and says, listen, I'm, I'm a free lady, I can marry whoever I want. Why? Because I know that my Yavam died. Once the Yavam dies, she's a free lady. She's not believed to say such a thing. Velo meta achoti. Nor is she believed to say that her sister died. Shekanes lebeta. So I can marry her uh, husband. Because otherwise you cannot marry because already it's achoti uh, shah. But she's not believed to say that her sister died so she can marry husband. So the Gemara makes a diuk. He need lo mehemna. She is not believed. Ha edechad mehemna. That it's much that one witness will be the iman to say that the Abam died to free her to the shuk. So that it's not a question. That indeed in the edechad is the iman latir yevam al shuk. Gemara says, right, not so fast. V'letamech, according to you, that's making this diuk. Isha, no. But I'll bring you a question from the Sefa. A man is not believed to say that my brother died. So therefore I can make now a Yibum to his wife. Nor is he believed to say that his own wife died. So he can marry her sister. He does not have an emarut. So the Gebarat says, Who nihi de lo meheman? So you want to make a duke and say, Well, he's not believed on these things. Ha edehad meheman? Do I want to tell me that an edehad is going to mean eman on these things? I understand why we're leaning by a lady to believe Edehad, why? Because of the Iguna factor, so therefore they make care to, 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 we don't keep the lady in Aguna, we trust Edehad. But by the man, there's no Iguna factor, and therefore we're not going to be leaning ever to believe one witness by a man. So your whole diuk is not right. Because if you're going to make the diuk in the resha, you have to make the diuk in the sefa. And in the sefa, the diuk doesn't hold. What was the diuk about to make in the resha? We wanted to say, Isha is not the iman to matir herself to the shuk. Ah, oh, but an edehad would be. Good, so follow suit. A man is not believed to say that, um, uh, that, that, that the, um, the sister died or the, uh, the, the, the wife died so he can make a, uh, or the husband died so he can make a yibum. He's not believed that. Oh, make a duke ha edehad ne'eman. Never is an edehad ne'eman to the ish. 
Because the whole reason why we make care by Edehad is it's a, it's a lady thing. Because we don't want the lady to remain in Aguna. But certainly never is an Edehad Ne'eman, the Gabeh, the Ish. Oh, so therefore we're back to no diuk from that Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Ela, ki it's tarikh l'rabi akiva, it's tarikh. Which means like this. You know why the Mishnah told me the lady does not have the emanut? Not to make a diuk ha'edehad yesh emanut, but it's to make a chidush in the lady itself. Which means, you would have thought that maybe a lady does have ne'emanut alibad Rabbi Akiva. Let's speak it out why then we'll read it in the Gemara. Remember Rabbi Akiva Shita, he holds that yesh mamzirut mehibe lavin. That is mamzirut from mehibe lavin. So I could have argued like this. This lady herself, she comes along and says, what? Met yibami. Right? My yavam died. What is she really doing? She's allowing herself to go to the shuk. I might have argued, believe her. You know why you can believe her? Because she's not going to spoil her children. And nor is she going to spoil, I should say, herself. Because what's going to happen? If she goes now according to the Akiva, and she goes to this uh, guy, so therefore, the, first of all, the children are going to become Mamzerim. And she also gets penalized. We're going to say, She has to leave her. She has to leave. Because it's a Isur. And therefore, the Bi'akiva, according to him, you might argue and say, you know what, maybe she's believed. Because don't we always have a Sibra that says, a lady's not going to uh, lie if she's going to spoil herself. So you might have thought that Isha is Ne'eminit Alibad Rabbi Akiva. That's why I need the Mishdabraita to come along and say, she's not. Kamash Malan, she's not. Which means, what's the Kamash Malan? I'll tell you, you know why she's lying? Even though she's saying that uh, she wants to go marry the Shuk, because maybe she has an interest. Maybe she hates the Yavam. And maybe because she hates the Yavam, she doesn't want to marry this guy. So therefore, she'll say, you know what, uh, he died, I want to go marry somebody else. So that's the Hindush of the Bright. I read this inside. Salka da dachamina. Ho'ilva barbi akiva yesh mamzer mechibe lavin. Ema haisha akilkula. Take out the word desara. She's worried about ruining herself. Because once she goes already now and marries this guy, she ruins herself. Vedaika. And therefore, I would say, what? Wow, she's going to be bidayek. Therefore, we should you don't. Why? Because we're concerned about the sin'a factor. So therefore, back to the question we had. Is an edehad ne'eman tematira yavamal shuk? We didn't answer it yet. We thought we added the yuk from the b'raita of Isha's not ne'emanit, but edehad is. Not a good yuk, because the yuk doesn't work out in the sefa by the men. Oh, so then what was the purpose of the Mishnah? The b'raita teaches me that Isha's not ne'emanit, because you would have thought Alibadir be akiva, maybe she does have ne'emanu, because she doesn't want to ruin herself. Kamash Malan, she still not believed, because bottom line, we can assume that maybe the sin'at to her and that's why we are not going to let her... Be believed. Let's just read that she ela that she loti duk mine ha edehad meheman. Don't teach us over here that edehad is neheman. Tihi gufa is tariklish. You have to teach us that she herself is not believed. Delo mehemna. Valibad Rabbi Akiva is tarik. The salka that the chemino ilva bar Rabbi Akiva yesh nozim ibam alashug haisha akilkula. We're concerned that maybe she'll be concerned about her kilku ruining herself. I might believe her. Why don't we believe her? Because sometimes, like we learned earlier, she hates the Yavam, and therefore she'll lie in order to go marry somebody else. But by the Ba'ala, which is what we said, Edechad comes along and says, Met Ba'alek, we let her go marry, or even herself, she comes along and says, Met Ba'ali, 
We allow it to go marry because we don't say the Sivana of Sanyalim. Now that she brings an alternate interpretation, it's Kadai to read it just to get the understanding. The eat the Some have a different girsa in the Gemara. Actually, we have this girsa. Which means the Gemara according to this girsa said like this. She's only concerned when the kilkul is going to be to her. But she's not going to be concerned when the kilkul comes to her children. We'll see what this means and we'll see how it fits into the context and why she doesn't like this explanation. Kegon met Bali. In the case of met Bali, why do you believe her? Because what's the deal if the husband comes back? Amrina then the deen is she has to leave. All the uh, 16 different kinasot that the Mishnah said, go on such a lady. And that's why by case of Med Ba'ali she's believed. Why? Because she doesn't want to ruin herself. Why is she going to get ruined? Because if the husband shows up, she's got a tetzer, and she's going to have all the uh, kinasot. However, but when the kilkul only is to her children, kegon, met yebama. Right in the case where she testifies and says that her Yavam died, the ina me mishakra. Because even if let's say she's lying, who's she ruining? No mekalkela ela zara. Which is because according to Rabbi Akiva, the children of Chibel Lavin are mamzerim. But feel Rabbi Akiva, no haisha. And therefore, I would say according to Rabbi Akiva, we're not choshesh. Which means like this: the Gemara is making a chiluk. The Gemara is saying, when does a lady believed? Only when she says met Bali, why? Because she's not going to lie. Why is she not going to lie? Because in the case of met Bali, to go marry somebody else, if the husband surfaces, she becomes now forbidden. The deen is tetzer and all the knasot come out. So that she's saying, according to this kinsa, the assumption was, but in the case of Yibumovi, when she comes out and says met Yibami, and now let's see she goes marries this guy, she doesn't become Asur. Who becomes Asur? Only the children. So you might have thought that, that what? That, uh, that's why in the case where it's only the affecting the children, so therefore you can argue and come along and say, she doesn't care. She'd be willing to lie in that case, because she don't care what's going to happen to her children. And as she says, it's not true, this understanding of the learning. Why? Because she also becomes mekulkal. When a lady goes, and goes with this lashuk, Right? After she says, um, and she goes now to the shuk, now the children become she herself is mekukal. She's just like we say by the met bali, she becomes mekukal. She's mekukal as well by the case of like we said above, a guy that marries, let's say, his Yibimto. Right? And the Tzadab, that uh, lady, Yibum was done with one of them, so the co-wife went and got married, and they found out that the watch she was a, a Lulit. So now the Tzadab's uh, back on the hook. So we say what? The Tzadab that married illegally, has to be Yotzeh. So you see what? That even in the case of a Yivamah that went to the Shuk illegally, is Tetzeh. All the 16 Knesset apply to her. And the Kinevi Akiva. Alma Bivamah the Shuk nami itan kol hani kilkule. So therefore, basically, according to that she, that she says, you can't argue and tell me that the reason why she's going to be not believed uh, is because, and the difference between the cases is that in the case of Mit Bali, she's only ruining herself. 
but by Met Yibami, she's only ruining her children, and therefore that's a reason for her to lie, because it's not so. She's ruining her children as much as she's ruining herself as well. Oh, so then the question is, so then why then, when it comes to Met Bali? She is believable. When she comes to us as Yibami, she's not believed. And the interpretation is because they, 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 they said, Why? Because we assume the Sin'ah factor took place by, by Yavam. Maybe she hates this guy. Maybe she doesn't want to go with this guy. And therefore, I have to assume what? That maybe she's going to lie. Therefore, I'm not going to trust her. But in the case of Met Ba'ali, where there's no Sun'ah factor, so therefore we matir her to go get married. So that's the Lashon of the Gemara. So I read again. I would have thought that Hayshinan Lekilkula, that I would have thought she's not going to lie because she's going to ruin herself. Not worry about the Zarah. She's going to ruin herself and then she's not going to lie. Just like you said by Mid Bali, where she ruins herself. We don't suspect that she's going to lie. Kamaswalan, even though she ruins herself, she's going to lie. Because she don't want to marry the Shabbat, because she hates the guy. That's why the Hadush was to tell me that Al Badrabi Akiva Isha in an Emin. But the point is, you have no Ra'ayah, our question of Ed Echad. Comes the Gemara and goes a step further and says, Lava Amar, Ed Echad Ne'eman Bi Baman Bikama Homer. You know what? I don't have to learn it from a Braita. I can learn it from a Kavahomer. That is, Edehad is Ne'eman to matir a Yibamal Lashuk from a Kavahomer. What's the Kavahomer? The Isur Karete Tarta, the Isur Lav, local Sheken. Which means the Isur Karete believes in Edehad. What's the deal when an Edehad comes over and says, Met Malik, we let her get married? That's Ishit Ish. So, Ishit Ish is Bekaret. If you're believing in Edehad, to matir a situation that's potentially a karet. Certainly I can believe in Edehad that can matir a situation that's only a potential love, which means a Yibamala Shuk is only a Lotaseh. Again, didn't we believe in Edehad when a guy comes along and says, Met Malik and she allowed to get married? Yeah. So you're trusting in Edehad to matir eshet each which is karet. Certainly shouldn't you matir with an Edehad isu love for Yibamah? So one of the rabbis tells Rabbah, With that logic, I'll disprove you from her herself, from the lady herself. Why? She's regarding the lady herself. When she says met Bali, which is a potential karet place, you believe her to go get married. But when she says met Yibami, you don't believe her. So you see the Kava Homer doesn't apply. And what's the logic? Why does she not believe when it comes to the Yabam? Like we said, sometimes she might hate the Yabam. She's not going to be precise because she just wants to get married because she doesn't want to marry the Yabam. So then she's going to lie. So therefore, so too, I'm not going to trust the Edechad. The Kevan is a nin desanya because again she might hate the Yavam. Lo daika umin seba. So therefore, she's not going to be midayek because she's going to get married. Therefore, there's a difference between Edechad by Yavam and Edechad by Metbalah. You can't make a kavah homer because I can tell you when the Edechad comes and says Metbalah. 
Go get married. There's no reason why she not. So be taika min seba, and uh, it's no problem. But she eken when the edahad comes along and says met yavam, we're not so we're not so sure that she's going to be taika min seba. On the contrary, she don't like the yavam. She's going to go marry him anyway. Therefore, the edahad is not going to be neeman lehatir yavama lashuk. I continues zem midrash darash rabil azar ben matya. We had the end of our Mishnah. The end of our Mishnah was the following case. One witness came along and said, Mid Ba'alik. So what did she do? She went, she made Kiddushin. Pay attention. Only Kiddushin to the next guy. Then what happened? She gave the guy, gave her a divorce, gave her a gift. So the Mishnah says she could even go back to her husband, even if he's a Kohen. Why? Because the divorce is nothing. Because really, she was married the whole time. We're just talking about one witness came and then the husband resurfaced. So then she go back to her husband, even if he's a kohen, even if he gave, even if he gave a geta. Why? The geta is nothing. She was married already when she got to make kedushin. And how do we learn this? It says, who's asura to the kohen? The isha. A lady, Gerusha Me'isha, she's Gerusha Me'ishela, she's forbidden. So the Rabbatah was Doresh. Only a Gerushin from a legitimate husband, Me'ishela, is Poselat Rekeuna. But this one over here is, uh, it was Pasul time from the beginning. And therefore there's no Gerusha. Therefore it's permissible to go back. To that, the Gemara begins to analyze. The Gemara says on this, Amar of Yudah, Amar of Havalel, Rabbi Lagazal, the Midrash, Ben Margarita. Rabbi Lagazal, you could have been Doresh on this Pasuk, a pearl of the Hidush, the Daraz Behaspa. Instead, you would Doresh shards of pottery, which means you could have said such a big Hidush in this Pasuk. Instead, you said something that's obvious. You could have said something that's a real kadush why my marganita what was the pearl that you could have said the tanya we have a brighter the isha girusha mi isha which literally means and a lady that is divorced from her men afilu lonit garisha ela mi isha even in a case where she's only divorced from her man pesulala kehuna what's the case she's divorced from her man the guy went along and said, Listen, you're permissible, you're gone from me. I'm divorcing you, but I'm not allowing you to marry anybody else. Now, in truth, that's not a get. A get, by definition, means Gerushin, that you're matiring her to everybody else. This guy gave a funny type of get. He said, listen, you're mutar, which means you're migureshet from me, but you're not mutar lekol adam. And that's what the Pasuk is talking about. Ve'isha, gerusha me'isha, she's only divorced from this guy. But she's not mutar to everybody else. And what is the Pasuk saying? She's forbidden to go to a kohen, such a lady. Why? So the Gemara says, ve'ainu reya haget te'posel de'kehuna. This is a classic case of what's called the aroma of a get, which is even though it's not a get, doesn't count, so it's not worth anything, this get, but it's worth something. It's called a reyah. And the Gemara is teaching you, Hadush, in this pasuk, that reyah haget, a lady that receives such a get, she's going to be forbidden to go to a kohen now, which means when the husband dies, follow, for sure she cannot go now. Now she's looking to the married. The get was nothing. Let's say that husband dies now. She's an almana. So, almana can marry a kohen. No. She's considered a divorcee. Why? Because she got such a quasi type of get that's called leyah haget. How do you know this deen? The isha, girusha, mi isha. In a case where she's girusha only from her 
husband, still she's forbidden to kiras. So the rabbi said, you could have been the rest such a beautiful hadush. Instead you said something that's pashut. We know this case over here with the... Yeah, with the the uh, uh, lady gave made kiddushin to this. The guy made kiddushin to this lady, and then he gave her a divorce. Of course, she can go back to the queen. The divorce is uh, nothing. They don't need a pasuk for. You could have said a big hadush tawat hadush of leya haged. Comes the next mishnah and says mishal ka ishtol midatayam. Oh, now we give the reverse cases. Till now we're learning where he always went to midinatayam. Now we discuss where the lady went to midinatayam. She went overseas. Vau ba'amrulo. So the witness came to the husband and said meta ishtech, which means they say your wife. Five died. Ishtecha. Vinasaita Hoda. So right away, what did he do? He went and married her sister. Now it's Mutan. He can marry his wife's sister so long as she's not alive. A hot ishtos permissible once the first sister dies. The only issue of a hot ishtos behayah when they're both living. In this case, what happened? He got testimony. His wife died. He went and married her sister. All of a sudden, who came back? His wife came back. Muteret lahazor lo. Also, the Mishnah is a big hadush. Hadush number one is. She can go back to her husband, which is even though this guy went with her sister, still it doesn't break up the marriage. She goes back, which in the first Mishnah we learned, in a, in a, in a, in a reverse case by the lady, she went with another man, we said, Now we're not saying Tetzemi, no, no, she cannot, cannot stay with the sister. She's not, he's allowed to go back to his original wife. The next law is, Umutar Bekrovet Shiniyah. Furthermore, she, he is permissible with the relatives of the second lady. We're going to call the, his wife is lady number one, and her sister is the second lady, okay? Now normally the deen is, if a person, let's say, went with a lady, she, he was Anissa, okay? Raped or Mifateh, was seduced. The relatives of the Anusa, of the Mifuta, are not forbidden on the, on the Anis. And therefore this lady over is like an Anusa. And therefore her relatives, for example, the daughter of this sister, which would be his niece, is going to be permissible to him. Thirdly, And that second lady, which means his wife's sister, would be permissible to marry his relatives. Even though he went with her, we're not going to say that now his relatives become forbidden to her. If his wife dies, he can even marry her. Even though he was with her once Isur, since Barman his wife dies, not Bahaya anymore, we allowed he's allowed to go take her as a wife. Case number two of the Mishnah Amrulo they tell him Meta Ishto. Right? They tell him his wife died. Venasa itahota so he went like the first case, he married a sister. Listen, when you married the sister, she was still alive. Umeta. Only after he got married, she died. So the second set of witnesses come along and saying she did die, but only after he got married. So what's the deal in that case? The first child is going to be a Mamzer, because Babylon he married Ahot Ishto when she was still alive. So the first kid's a Mamzer, and but the second set of witnesses are really saying that she eventually died. So therefore the second kid that was born after that is not going to be considered a Mamzer. Posel al Posel al 
because she'en posel ayideh ha'inim, eno posel ayideh atzmo. That she says to wait for the Gemara to explain exactly what the Biyosei is talking about, we will listen to Rashi. Comes the Gemara and Kinti begins, ve'afalgav de'azil ishto v'giso le'medirat ayam. The Gemara adds an extra factor to make the Mishnah's case even more interesting. Our Mishnah's case was a simple case where what? Ishto went to Medinatayam. Oh, now the Gemara says, no. Not only did Ishto go to Medinatayam, but his brother-in-law also went to Medinatayam. The brother-in-law that is married to his wife's sister also was in Medinatayam. And what happened? The witnesses came back and gave two testimonies. The testimonies were, number one, your wife died, and number two, your brother-in-law died. And therefore, based on those two testimonies, what did he do? He married his wife's sisters. No problem. But she's not alive. His brother-in-law is not alive either. He died, so therefore he went and he married. That what happened. They both surfaced. Who came back? His wife came came back, and his brother-in-law came back. Now let's speak it out before the Gemara. The brother-in-law's wife is going to be a sur to him. That lady cannot go back to the brother-in-law. Why? Because it's eshet ish. Because bottom line, she was a married lady, and she went, and she went with her brother-in-law. And therefore, she's going to be a surah to go back. However... The original guy is allowed to go back to his wife. So you see over here, one guy goes back to his wife, and the brother-in-law becomes forbidden. So the Gemara says, maybe you could argue, that's not fair. Maybe I'll tell you, once already you're being osed. So this testimony, once already you're being osed, the brother-in-law to go back to his wife, because she's considered eshetish, maybe I should forbid the the first guy to go back to his wife uh, as well. So the Gemara says, which means this nisuin over here, it, is, it, it accomplished what? It's going to forbid the sister to go back to her husband, which means it's going to forbid the brother-in-law to go back to his wife. But still, Eshed Giso Asira. Yes, the Eshed Giso, meaning his wife's sister is forbidden. However, Ishto Sharia. But his wife is forbidden, he can go back home. Velo Amrina, we're not going to say, Mitokshen Isra Eshed Giso Agiso, Teaser Ishto Anav. Which is, I'm not going to say, well, once already he ruined the, the Ishto, to the Giso, so now maybe I'll tell you, he cannot go back also home. I'm not going to say, which means from the Dean of the Mishnah. Nah, he goes back home. In this case over here, even though he went with Achot Ishto, it's a mistake. The Ed told him, the Ed Ahad said, uh, she's dead. You take the Ed Ahad, but the Hadush is he goes back home. So the Gemara says, Why? She's like this. According to Rabbi Akiva, he holds that when a person goes with Achot Ishto, even though normally it's considered one of the Arvaz. Now when a person goes with one of the Arayot, Kedushin is not Tofes, and therefore you don't need a get. However, Rabbi Akiva said, when a person goes with Achot Ishto, he needs a get. And therefore we understand what? Without the Havamina. Therefore, he's gonna, he went with her, because they told him your wife died. Yes. According to the Akiva, he needs now a Girushin, 
now from this lady, from Achot Ishto, now she becomes, his wife becomes Achot Gerushato. And Achot Gerushato is Asur. So therefore, Kotrim Yarakiva, she would, he would not be allowed to go back. Because since she needs a divorce, and once she gets a divorce, now she's considered Achot Gerushato, can't go back to his wife. Because his wife now is the sister of the lady that he divorced. So therefore the Mishnah cannot be the Now where do you see the Be'akimah says that in the case of a person that goes with a hot store, he needs a divorce. Where do you even see that? Says the Tanya Kutanabraita. Call Arayot. All the Arayot, as the Ba'ah say, She'amru, that they said, En Sidiqotemenu get. She's any Arayot. The guy goes with his daughter. He doesn't need a get, obviously. The guy goes with his mother. Doesn't need a get. It's one of the Arayot. Chutz. Well, that's the case that we know. In Ishit Ish, they got married Api Beti, uh, there was one witness, so she needs a get from uh, that guy that she went with. He also is, is, says Ishit Ah, a guy went with his brother's wife, right? Not in the context of a Yibum. He went with his brother's wife, Ve'achot Isha. And also, in those two cases, if a guy went and committed those two arayot, he needs a get. His wife is going to become forbidden to him. Why? So therefore, the was making a big hadush. You should know that Amishnah is very nice, but it's not a biakiva. Because I might be be forbidden. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Velav itmar ala. Amar Rav Gidal. Amar of Bar Yosef, Amar Rav, Hai Eshet Ah Hechidame. The case of Rabbi Akiva, that he told me by Eshet Ah, that a guy goes with his wife's, his brother's wife, he told me he needed a get. What's the case? Hechidame. Kegon Shekidesh Ahiv Eta Isha. Oh. You know what the case is talking about? Let's say you have a guy's brother made Kedushin to a lady. Okay, so far so good. Kiddush, achiv et ha'isha. Then what happened? V'alak l'medina tayam. And then that guy that made the kiddushin, he went away. V'shama shemet achiv. So the guy, he is that his brother that was away, died. V'amad v'nasa et ishto. And now what? He went and he jumped the gun, and he fulfilled what he thought was yibum. Right? He goes and makes yibum. Now what happened? Now what are we going to say in this case? Rabbi Akiva says in this case over here, yes, Yibum is false, Kedushin is Yibum. The point is now, we're going to say in this case over here, now what happened? The guy came back. So now what happens? Rabbi Akiva says, in this case you need a get. Now we're assuming he needs a get for, for some reason. From a Torah law. Rabbi Akiva says, now you know why you need a get in this case? De Amre Inche, we're worried about what the people are going to say. What are the people going to say? Finished. Which means they're going to say like this. People are not going to know. They're going to see the first brother made a Kedushin. Right? Now all of a sudden they see, guy makes, uh, the witness comes along and says, guy died. Brother comes along, makes uh, Yibum. Guy comes back, he surfaces. So what are you going to say? Really from the law? Nothing happened yet. There was a false uh, marriage here. There was no marriage. He was alive. They would just go away. The baker says, no, you need to get. 
You know why they get in this case? Because the people are going to think that the original Kiddushin that the first brother gave was a conditional Kiddushin. And they're going to think that what? That the condition wasn't met. And therefore there was no Kiddushin in the first marriage. And then this brother went and married uh, this lady. It was a regular full-fledged marriage. Now you can let her go without any... Uh, Get, they're going to think you're just matiring a lady uh, to the street. So Rabbi Akiva says, you know why you need a get? In the case of Eshet um, Ah, because of a Marit Ayin. I'll remind you of a similar Marit Ayin that we had. A similar Marit Ayin that we had was in the case of Edehad that's matir a lady to go get married. She goes to get married, we said, when the husband resurfaces, and you need a get from the second guy. What do you need to get to the second guy? There was no marriage. So he said, because we're concerned that maybe the people are going to think that she was divorced from the first guy, and the kiddushin of the second one was a full-fledged, now you're letting her go without any divorce, you're going to say you're matiring a lady to the shuk. So therefore, just like that's a maritain case, the Akiva says you have a similar maritain case by Eshet Ah. I review the case. What's the case of Eshet Ah? The guy's brother went to make kiddushin to a lady. Right, fine. Subsequently, the guy went to Medina Tayyam. Witness comes along and says, you know, your brother said Medina Tayyam, he died. Died? He goes along, makes you boom. Oh, brother comes back. The back here says, you know what, you better give a divorce. What do I give a divorce for? The guy was alive. The Kiddushin over has nothing. And you know what, but people don't know that. They're going to think that the Kiddushin that your brother made was a conditional Kiddushin. They're going to think that the condition was not fulfilled. Therefore, the marriage was never a marriage. Therefore, what you did, they're going to think is full-fledged. Because there was never Kedushin by the brother. And therefore, if you're not going to get a get, you're going to just mati. So therefore, that's the case where Rabbi Akiva said you need a get. Now let's continue the case of Achotisha, we said you need a get. Kebra continues. What's the case of Achotisha that you need a get? Kegon. Shekidesh etisha. Guy made Kedushin to a lady. She went overseas. Then what? The husband heard that his wife died. Ahmad Tahota. So that and then what she resurfaced. In that case, Sibyakiva said the guy's gotta give a get. Why has he gotta give a get? The there was no marriage over there, because his wife was really alive. You know why you need to get? They're gonna think that the original marriage there was a Tanay in the Kiddushin. And then you'll think that Tanay wasn't met, and therefore the first marriage was not a marriage. Therefore he got married justly, and therefore he needs a get in order to allow. But what do you see from here? The Hadush is like this. According to Nabi Akiva, the only time he necessitated a get from Eshet Ah or Achot Ishto is only in the case where the first marriage was from the Kiddushin, and therefore you would have a Maritai in case that maybe the Kiddushin was a conditional Kiddushin, and therefore they weren't married, therefore the second marriage was a legitimate marriage, so you need a get to get rid of the Maritai. However, the Gemara says, means like this. But when we talk about a case of marriage, where the first guy, let's say, got married, for example, in our Mishnah, let's go back to our Mishnah, what was the case? A guy got married to a lady. Beautiful. His wife went now to Medina Tayyam. Very good. What happened? The witness came along and said, your wife died. Right? He went subsequently and married her sister. What happened? She came back. What do we say in our Mishnah? We said in Mishnah, no. We said in our Mishnah, he can go back to his wife. 
He goes back to his wife. Also, we said that cannot be according to be Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva says, you need to get the hot girushah. But wait, we only said, when do you need to get the hot Akiva? When the first marriage was only at the Kiddushin stage. Because then I could work a Maritayan situation and say the Kiddushin was on a Tanai. Jeez, when the guy made a Kiddushin, he made a condition. The condition wasn't met, they never married, nothing ever happened. And that's why the second one that people think is legitimate, and therefore need to get, because Maritayan. Masha'ekin, when it's a Nisu'in like our case, nobody ever assumes that a guy made Nisu'in on Tanai. What, what do you mean? Nisu'in on Tanai. The guy made Nisu'in, he was with his wife. He made B'iyah with his wife. Now what are you going to say? He made it Tanai. By making it tonight, what you end up saying was really the suin is not here. And therefore all the be'ilot that he did is considered be'ilat znut. Nobody makes a condition like that. Therefore, Nabi Akiva never said in a case where there was a nisu'in that you would need a get after. Therefore I review. In our case of the Mishnah, what happened? The lady, the guy who was married to a lady. Nisu'in. That's a full marriage. Anybody that thinks this nisu'in was out tonight? Of course not, nobody ever makes a Nisui out tonight, because to make it out tonight, if the Nisui is not Nisui, that means whatever he did until that time, is new. Nobody's making a Nisui out tonight. So they're full-fledged married, and everybody knows that. What happened? It tells them, your wife, Abidiyatayam, died. Beautiful. What are you doing when you married the sister? Very good. What happened? She came back. Even according to Rabbi Akiva, I'll say, go back. Because then there's no Maritayin case over there. Which is in that case over there, you don't need a get. He only needed a get when there was an issue of Maritayin. And that's only a case when the first marriage was done. I did Kiddushi where you could throw in the Tanai factor. So therefore, in, 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 in conclusion, the Mishnah is going even according to Rabbi Akiva. Oh, so now they may give us sets up another question. Good. I agree. It's going like Rabbi Akiva. If it's going like Rabbi Akiva, you could have added some more cases to the Mishnah. One example. Rabbi Akiva is a shita that says, a person is forbidden with his hamoto, his mother-in-law. That's what the Torah says that. I don't need Rabbi Akiva to tell me that. Hadush of Rabbi Akiva, he learns from Pesukim, like we're going to see, that hamoto is only a surah when his wife is alive. But once his wife dies, his mother-in-law becomes permissible. This is Rabbi Akiva shita. Oh, and you learn for Pesukim. We'll see the Pesukim in a moment. The Gemara is going to speak that clearly. But let's just speak out the question. Once you tell me that's a case, the Gemara could have added another case to the Mishnah. Guy's married. His wife goes to Medina Tayyam. The witness comes along and says, your wife died, and he went with his mother-in-law. Which is according to the B. Akiba. That's a valid case. Just like you gave me a case where he went with his wife's sister, which is legal after his wife dies. Just like you gave me uh, cases uh, of Hetir. Mother knows another case of Hetir. So why didn't you bring me that scenario as well? Now that you tell me that can be the author of the Mishnah, same case. Your wife, his wife died, and then the, he went with his mother then the wife came back, and then you'll tell me she go back to the wife. Give me that, give me that case. So Gemara says, now, Bring the case of Hamoto, his mother-in-law. Which means, normally if a person goes with his mother-in-law, what's the punishment? Serefa. But now we have a that after the wife dies, he goes with the mother-in-law, there's no serefa. How do you know this? The Tanya. We have a pasuk. 
Now the pasuk over here is vital to get the pasuk. I'm going to read you the pasuk. The pasuk says like this: Ve'ish, Asher yikach et isha ve'et ima zimahi. I'm reading you the full pasuk. A guy goes with his isha, which sounds like sounds like his wife, and his mother-in-law. Zimahi, it's forbidden. Ba'ish yisrefu oto. You burn him ve'et hen ve'et hen and them. Now. What are we talking about over here? If a person went with his mother-in-law, I understand why you're burning the mother-in-law, I understand why you're burning him. But Eten means them. Who's them? His wife? What did his poor wife do? His poor wife was just married to him. Why should she be burnt? So the Gemara now is going to have to give an analysis of how you learn this Pasuk. Let's enjoy the Gemara's analysis. Tanya, Ba'esh Yisrefu Oto Ve'eten Gebra says, Oto ve'et achat mehen. When it says et hen, she brings down that in Greek, the word hen means one. So therefore it's saying, Oto, you burn him, ve'et hen, and one of the two. Who's the one of the two? The mother-in-law. The mother-in-law. The mother-in-law. Oto ve'et shetehen. You burn him and both of them. Who's both of them? Okay, well, I will explain. Meaning, the whole machlok of the Bishmael is, what's the mashmout of the pasuk? The Bishmael sabar hadaketiv. The Bishmael says, when it says the word eten, eten means what? One of them. Which means, the mother-in-law. We understand why. Because he went with the mother-in-law, the, the wife is innocent. But Rabbi Akiva Savar, Rabbi Akiva learned the pasuk like this. When it said, Isha ve'et ima, it didn't mean his wife. Isha means his mother-in-law ve'et ima em hamoto. His mother-in-law's mother. Rabbi Akiva takes no pasuk out of the simple context. We always thought the guy goes with his wife or his mother-in-law. Maybe that's not the case. It's talking about where a guy either went with his mother-in-law or his mother-in-law's mother. Both are asutim. And therefore, his grandmother-in-law. And therefore, what's the pasuk saying? Oto, you burn him, ve'etin, and them. Which is, both are forbidden to him. Hamoto, them hamoto. So Rabbi Akiva is etin, you're burning both of them. Who you, not his wife, his wife didn't do anything. You're burning his mother-in-law. If you went with that, you're burning the Em Hamoto as well. And you're burning him, of course. The first rabbi, the Bishma, says, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, em Hamoto, we're not uh, discussing over here. It's only discussing his wife, and it's talking about Hamoto. And so what's the person coming to tell me? That if a person is married, right, and he goes with his Hamoto, so you burn it him. Who's him? One of the two get burnt. Which one gets burnt? Hamoto. Oh, Hamoto, and then of course he gets in it fast. So according to that, it's got nothing to do, nobody died over here. We're talking about a regular case where a person went with his mother-in-law or Kotibakiba with M. Hamoto. Good. However, Ravah has a different understanding of this Pasuk. Ravah says, Ravah, Te'amar, Hamoto le'achar mita'ika binayu. Ravah learns the Pasuk much differently. He learns like this. According to Rabbi Akiva, you know what the Pasuk is teaching you like this? When it says ethen, it means shtehen. When does a person get sirifa with his on his mother-in-law when they're both alive? 
when his wife and mother-in-law are shtehen, they're both existing, then the punishment is serifah. But if you don't have a situation of shtehen, meaning the wife died, there's no serifah in the mother-in-law. Oh, so according to this way of learning, Rabbi Akiva, that there's no serifah in the mother-in-law, when the wife is not in existence, oh, so why don't you bring that case to the Mishnah? Now before we go to see the answer, let's read... Let's read at least this Rashi over here. We'll read it straight, we'll go fast. Read Rashi, Oto ve'etshtehen. Rashi's going to give us both sides, Be'yen Rabbah. Kedekabayin anhatta besanedrin, Ma'i b'nayu, Havadai ishto gemurah, Lo amar b'yakimad besanefah. For sure b'yakimad never intended to say that, he's going to get sanefah to be with his wife. This poor lady, what sin did she do? Meaning his mother-in-law and his mother-in-law's mother. Both of them. We're learning that what that if a person goes with his mother-in-law, that's the case. That the first lady took a beter. You only burn one of the two. The em hamoto the besrefa. Koy ta beya hari no em hamotos besrefa. He doesn't learn from that pasuk because he learns the two ladies in this pasuk talking about his wife and his mother. How did you know em hamoto? Because Rashiva nafkana melu nesrafin. Kuri does a gezerashiva to include em hamoto. Verava amar hamoto lachar mitat ishto ikabenai. The Bishmael besrefa. Even that what the hamoto is going to be besrefa. The aki kamar oto veet achat mehen. Afilu Einstein Kayamot, which is according to the B Ishmael, even if his wife is not alive, the punishment is going to be Serefar is Madlo. Kegon Shemeta Ishto, Venasait Ima Tesaref. So again, according to the B Ishmael, the Pasuk is saying, Oto Veet Ahatmen, which means if his wife died. So he didn't go with his wife, he went with his mother in law after the death. Still is going to be Sirifah going to be Ishmael. But Rabbi Akiva Sover, Oto ve'etshtehen. Meaning when they're both alive. Pizman shishten kayamot. Ishto v'hamoto yisrifu oto. Umistama kedino ken din hamoto. Teshvah katuv isha le'ish l'cholon shish b'torah. Which means, all you see in the Pasuk is that what? Who gets Sirifah? It says they burn him. Okay, now how are you going to know that they burn his... Mother-in-law also, so that she just says, because we know the punishments for the men and the ladies are equal in the Torah. But the point is, according to Mishra, it's only when they're both alive. However, when the wife dies, the mother-in-law becomes at least no sirifah. Okay? Now we're assuming no sirifah means she's permissible. Oh, so if she's permissible, add that to the Mishnah's roster. Bring the case, what? That uh, the witness came along and said, your wife died, she went, he went with the mother-in-law. According to Akiva, no problem. She came back, okay, go back to your wife. Kibana says, no, that's not the pshat. What? All the pasuk tells you that she doesn't get serifah in such a case. Misura mi ma'atakra. 
<laughs> we didn't osan it from Shekiva, she's still Asu to go with. And therefore, there's never a case where the Hamotor is permissible, even after death. According to the Akiva, a guy can go with his mother-in-law. Oh, but we said it's Mutar. All we said was there's no Serefa. But Isu Shekiva, there is. That's why the Mishnah couldn't say this case. Because, what are you going to say? The guy, one woman said, your wife died. He's not going to go to his mother-in-law. He's not going to go to his mother-in-law. All right, but that's mutar. It's not mutar. It's just not besrefa. But the shikiva is forbidden. So if he went with the husband, what happened? Isur. He made an isur. The punishment of sinifah doesn't apply. Yes, when his wife died, the punishment of sinifah doesn't apply, but it's isur. Comes the Gemara, continues and says, Oh, the ta'asir b'shikiva da'achotah. New, 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 new question. What do we say according to Amishnah? Guy went with his wife's sister. Wife came back home. He goes back home to his wife. Why should that be? Didn't we say in the case of a lady that her husband went to Midiratayam? Right? They said your husband died. She went got married. The husband comes home. She cannot go back home to her husband. Why in that case of Midbalech? She's forbidden to go back home. And in this case, over the husband went with his wife's sister, and he can't go back home. So Gemara says, big difference. Lord Dame, they're not analogous. Ishtod de bemezid asiram de oraita gazu barabanan. Eshet ish. A lady goes with a husband, a man, a married, a married lady goes with a man. Bemezid. What's the demon at Torah? She's forbidden to go back home. So therefore I'll say, in the case of Shogeg, like the case of Edehad, she's also a sur. I'll go there the Shogeg to the Mezid. However, Achot Isha, Tebe Mezid lo Asira Medeoraita, Be Shogeg lo Gazubarabanan. But we have a rule. Menatora, if a guy goes with Achot Ishto, Be Mezid, Menatora can go back home. So therefore, I'm not going to go there in a case like this was Bishongek, because it was the Edehad that said his wife died. I'm not going to go there to Shogek to the Mezid, because even in the Mezid case, it's permissible to go back home. How do you know that if a guy's married, he went with his wife's sister, he can go back home? But our next question, Umina de lo Asida. How do you know it's not forbidden? Netanya, Rebraita, Ota. What's this word ota? What context of the pasuk? It says veshachav ish ota. It's talking about a lady was committed eshet ish. She went to commit adultery. It says veshachav ish ota. What's the pasuk teach me? She cannot go back home to her husband. So the governor makes a derasha. Ota shechivata osarta, which means her shechiva is going to forbid her. To go back to the husband. The end shechivat achota osarta. But the shechiva of her sister does not forbid her to her husband. Meaning, her shechiva is osir. When she went and committed eshet ish, she's shechiva. Her shechiva forbids her to go back. But when the shechiva is her sister's shechiva, that her sister went with her husband, it does not forbid her to go back to the husband. Why would I think otherwise? The Gemara says, Because I could have argued the other way. And I would have said, V'alo dinu. I would have said like this, It's Kavahomer. Uma bimkom, Sheba al isur kal, Ne'esar ha'oser, Makom sheba al isur hamur, 
Enodin sheneesar haoser. Which means like this. Eshet ish is called isur kal. Why would you call eshet ish isur kal? A lightweight isur. Because of the following. It's not always conclusive, eshet ish. Meaning when a lady goes with another man, it's not always isur. Why not? Because it was possible if the first husband would give his wife a divorce, then this guy is 100% legal. So since there's a way to, to legalize it, so to speak, we call it Isur Kav. Okay, now let's make the Kav home understanding that. That's Isur Kav. Masha'ikin Ahot Isha is not called Isur Kav. Because it's out of his control, this Isur Kav. Can I go with his wife's sister? The only way he can go with is if she dies. But... Out of your control, there's no way you can matir such a relation. That's called Isur Hamur. Based on the definition now, let's make the Kava Homer. I read inside. The lady went, she transgressed Isur Kal. Meaning she went with another man. Who's the Osir over here? The Osir over here is the husband. What makes this lady forbidden to come back? Because she's married. So the husband is the Osir. Can this lady come back to his uh, wife? Can this lady come back to her husband? No. Why? As because of the marriage. So the husband is considered the Osir. So if an Isur Ka like Eshet Ish, what happens? The Gemara's language is Ne'esara Osir. The husband becomes forbidden, which means he cannot be with this lady. Makom Sheba al Isur Hamur. In a case where, let's say, the man transgressed Isur Hamur, he went with a hot ishtor. Who's the Osir in this case? His wife. His wife is Osir, as a result of being his uh, the, the, the sister. Enodin Shinesara Osir. Although more so, she should become forbid- forbidden. The Osir, the wife. But it's not. Why? Because it's Pasuk. Which means, if I didn't have this pasuk to tell me that it's permissible, the guy goes with apot ishto, the deen is, he go back home. What do I need a pasuk for? I'll tell you what I need a pasuk, because I would have made a kabahomet. If in a case of eshet, each which is kal, and what, still the osir becomes there, so which means the osir, the husband, is forbidden not to be with his wife, even though it's only isur kal, because technically he could have got a divorce. Kavahom in the case where a guy goes with Achot Ishtar, where she's the Oseret, right? As a result of her being the sister, she's Oseret, although more so she should be forbidden. Kavash Malan, Mutar. So now we've proved that what? That Achot Ishtar, if a guy went, like in this case over here, either he went to Mezid, certainly Beshogeg, he's allowed to go back. And that's the deed of the Mishnah. Baruch Adonai Amen.